Hi, and welcome back to the Small Print Podcast. I'm your host, Elise, and I blog at ruletreader.wordpress.com. And I'm Dawn, and I blog at bingbingbookblog.com. And today, as it says in the description, is our BEA and BookCon edition of this podcast, where we're going to tell you our experiences that we've had this past weekend in Chicago at the con. Let's get started. All right. Day um, one. Yeah. <laughs> Day one. I started off at the Day of Dialogue, which was in a different building, and then I came from there, and I got there about two, and yeah, I had about 20 books with me, so I was in pain, because I didn't plan very well. I didn't plan to go to the first day, and I decided on the whim to do it, and that was a mistake, because I was in pain. You brought all those books, books with you to get signed? No, I got a lot of books from Day of Dialogue, mm, mm-hmm. so I had to carry them with me to the conference center. So Gotcha, sorry. I didn't go the first day on Wednesday. I had to stay at the library and work, because we are a staff of two, and uh, when one of us is gone, obviously the other has to be here. So I missed Wednesday. I was really sad to miss the Day of Dialogue, because some of my favorite authors were there that were not at BEA and BookCon, like um, Roshani Chakshi, who did the Star Touch Queen really would have loved to meet her yeah but sadly didn't get that opportunity so day two was thursday um day two of bea um one thing i loved was the whole vip concept yes with the vip lounge there were two vip were lounges two, not to be confused and they were both for librarians though yeah and then i th- okay so i think one was like the main hub oh no 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 one was not for just my librarians one was for anybody you just Who had the- vip status yeah okay gotcha and then there was a vip librarians lounge um the bigger one which was not just for librarians was better i thought well i mean neither one was better but they offered different amenities yeah so the one that was just for librarians had free lunch yeah um but you couldn't eat it because it was bread right that's another that's one thing i have noted here they do not have allergen friendly food options at these kinds of things which people who have allergies expect to be honest but it still sucks yeah like you can't i don't know whatever i won't wax on about that so that's why i was not impressed yeah but the other the bea lounge had like a Coffee strip and, a yeah. strip of for oh, electricity yeah. and the other one really didn't. didn't really yeah that's true that's true yeah. i and am water always surprised <laughs> <laughs> the hey, one will have that colder matters. water yeah that does. matters when you're walking around all day hauling all your crap with you for what eight hours um yeah i'm always surprised at how these things do not have adequate charging stations yeah if they did we could not find them yeah I so didn't. if anyone found like a great charging station and like hey look here yeah let us know um but yeah the lounges were really nice because you could take a seat um one of the lounges was on the other side of the conference hall and the other was on the other side so it was kind of nice to have those two depending on where you were um i had a great time at the vip reception on thursday it was simple oh, the kind of come and go no, yeah was it was Friday. cheese and champagne was it no because elsie was with us oh yeah it was thursday it was okay. thursday yeah. yeah that was nice it was nice the cheese was great yeah i thought about that cheese all week <laughs> i still okay. like you never had cheese i'm before. a cheese freak but there was one cheese that they served that i could not put a pin on what it was yeah. and it's been like haunting me ever since yeah it was really good so if anyone knows what kind of cheese they served at this vip reception please tweet me gosh i would love to know anyway yeah um arcs let's talk about the arcs we got 
Okay, so my favorites were Torch Against the Night. I'm going to try and start reading it this week, hopefully. Um, Stalking Jack the Ripper, which we were kind of stalking that booth. We literally were. Mm-hmm. They were not giving, they didn't have a specific galley drop listed. No, they didn't. So you had to keep going back and asking them, and I felt like a pester. Well, pester? we get Pest. to the we get to the station whatever you booth? the booth yeah the booth <laughs> <laughs> we get to the booth and they're like oh sorry we don't have any more copies but if you go downstairs the panel just let out if you want to go grab a copy so we literally haul ass across this whole mccormick place to see only to see these women with boxes walking back in the opposite direction i'm thinking to myself they're probably in there needless to say we did not get the book until later at the at the booth right yeah we had somebody go else you went to the line to go That's get it right. We had a coworker help us snag that. So we were literally stalking, stalking Jack the Ripper. Um, what if, oh, I'll let you finish. Oh, um, I got Ghostly Echoes. It is book three of the Jacoby series. And I like the Jacoby series a lot. If you like Sherlock, um, that's a good read. Like uh, Carval, probably saying that wrong. And Ghosts by Raina Tagemeyer. Um, that line was not long. I think that's more of a librarian book and not so much yeah, a longer book. So bizarre. Her books are great. Yeah, but it's if you were a kid in the '90s, um, her first book, Sisters, and no, Smile, and then Sisters take place in the '90s, and so mm-hmm. it's kind of nostalgic. Um, Ghosts. I don't know when this takes place, but it's a it's two different siblings. Mm-hmm. And the last one I was excited about is Sun is Also a Star by Nicola Yoon. Um, my arcs, I didn't go on the first day, so I kind of missed out on a lot of the bigger arcs like Torch Against the Night, I feel like. Um, but I was excited to get Last Scene Leave it, Leaving by Caleb Rurig. He is a debut, I believe, and I only recognized this book when I saw the cover being held up that I had seen it in, um, I don't remember if it was a galley chat. I don't know. I saw it online somewhere and wanted to read it. Caraval, of course. Labyrinth Lost, which is a new book out from Sourcebooks by... Zoraida Cordova, probably saying that wrong, but it's got a really cool cover. It's kind of Day of the Dead inspired. Um, Women in the Walls by Amy Lukovics was one that I was really excited to grab. And then Adam Silvera's History is All You Left Me. Those were some good ones. Yeah. Um, in terms of arcs, I was expecting a lot more. I wasn't. No. And you'd been to book Con- BEA before, so yeah. I think you kind of had more of a yeah, I know that, realistic um, expectation. You have to stand in line for arcs mm-hmm. and so if you aren't in line obviously you don't get them right and i hate nothing more than standing in line so i guess i just was like eh, whatever because once you see the line and how long it is you're like screw it i'm not interested anymore <laughs> i don't want it that bad i think it was thursday where yeah it was thursday and for some reason all of the arcs and were being dropped at the same time yes. at one o'clock oh, for some reason everything God. happens at one yeah and so i went to i don't know whose booth it was i want to say mcmillan to mm-hmm. get vasa in the night and it was just a hot ass mess nobody knew what was happening they weren't gonna start lining people up until one o'clock but people had already been standing in line and so i was like forget it i'm not even gonna bother yeah so i didn't get vasa um yeah it was my first um convention experience was with ALA pretty much where you just walk up to the table take the book it's very different and so I I I knew it wouldn't be like that but at the same time I was expecting that somewhat yeah so that was my fault but you know I don't know 
I was expecting more. I was a slight bit disappointed with um, with all of the waiting in line that had to happen, but it's all good. It yeah. is what it is. It's a different convention. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's an expo, so yeah. they want you to buy, whereas ALA, they want you to review. It's about exposure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I get that. That's a, I think that's the big difference. For sure. Um, um, top authors that you met. I know you mentioned... Amy Lukovics. Yes, Amy Lukovics and then Eleanor Herman. They were in the same signing line, so I got to re uh, meet both of them at the same time. Um, Melissa De La Cruz was also there, which is cool. I've never read any of her books, but I know that she's um, a pretty popular YA author, so that was nice. Um, who else? I met, I didn't really meet her, but I kind of met Maggie Stiefvater. Oh, <laughs> I'm the sly. I was walking around. We just decided to go through the Scholastic booth, I think, to see if there was any more ghosts arcs probably and um because maggie's publisher is also scholastic i look over to the side and there she is sitting doing tarot card readings with another YA author and so i was like let me just get a picture on the side because i'm not i don't like to interrupt people and be like hey will you take a picture with me i just find that extremely uncomfortable so i'm like let me just snap a shot i'm good i'll be satisfied and so yeah i took one and we got out there pretty quick yeah but, uh yeah, it was cool to see her. It was. And then we went to one of her panels. We have to mention this. Yes. So funny. So Elisa's been trying to meet Maggie for a oh very long time. I've met her twice. <laughs> so I'm fine. She's my but favorite. <laughs> Elisa's not been able to meet this woman for a book con. Ran out of tickets. Well, I was going to wait. Oh, and okay, so okay. Hold that thought. Okay. So <laughs> we settled to go to her panel, which was her yes. last panel. At of, 5 o'clock at night. Yeah. Last panel of the evening. And... Um, she was in Wisconsin, but it was really far. So Elise couldn't make it to see her in Wisconsin. Yeah. And so Maggie's just telling the story. And she was like, I stayed in a barn in Kenosha and poor Elise lives in Kenosha. She's like, oh God, no. <laughs> we just looked at each other with the most You could have stayed at your house. She could have stayed at your house, Elise, in Kenosha. <laughs> I know. I'm so, so, so heartbroken. But yeah, it was her, um, her book talk in wisconsin was in a random city yeah very small Oconomowoc, which is not a big city at no. all i have no idea what she was doing out well, there well clearly she didn't either because she went to kenosha to stay in i know a different hotel. she was like uh, i'm good not going to <laughs> why wouldn't she go to milwaukee milwaukee straight west but yeah i was so <laughs> i was like that's that's my life right there guys so yeah, book con we can talk about that since we're pretty much any more last comments on um PA? yeah okay um well i got to meet adam again so very oh yeah that was cool and he remembered me who he always remembers don <laughs> they always remember don and oh um, my god his line took forever yeah he's a chatty he is a chatty, chatty Kathy. and so we were in his line for an hour when we should have been in there for about maybe 30 minutes not even yeah i feel like it was the equivalency to amy lukovic's line and there Hers were four so fast. authors were yes. in that line, yes. and we got through that line in 15 minutes. Yeah. It took an hour to get to this man's line. Because he stops, and he's really nice. Like, he stops and talks to you and asks how, how your VA experience is and all this stuff. So it's like, he's not a jerk, which is great, but you got to wait an hour. Yeah. You got to wait. So <laughs> if you're planning to see him, and <laughs> he's at, like, a mind. bookstore, try to get your ass on the front of that line, <laughs> because you're going to be there for a while. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also got to meet Jennifer Nielsen. She's been on my bucket list for a while, yeah. for like four years. Um, so that was cool. She was really nice. Yeah, she was. And Amy Lukovic, I was 
um, I really want to meet her because mm-hmm. she's really cool. And she Skyped us and she remembered, yeah, she remembered our library. That she's, we Skyped her mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And another author I found funny was Jeffrey Self. Yes. Um, he wrote Drag Teen. And I, you know, I, I know anything about him, but he was he was really he was funny. So funny. it made me want to read his book. For sure. So if you get to hear him in person, I highly recommend He's it absolutely he's, worth it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good he's time. Worth going to see. All right. Um, book con. Oh boy. <laughs> we call ourselves. So we took about nine teens to the library mm-hmm. and we call ourselves getting up at six o'clock, getting on the, well, this is clock train. Well, I had to get up at four, <laughs> which for me is basically a cruel and unusual punishment. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so we got on the six o'clock train and we're like, Oh yeah, we're going to be there early. We got to the convention center and saw that line kept going and go- we got there at like 745. We on weren't even estimate, that late. No, we weren't. On estimate, how many people do you think were in that line ahead of us? I felt like we were walking thousands. For- no, it wasn't thousands. Oh my God, Dawn. It, was it went from the <laughs> I would west say 500. Entrance. No. It was not thousands. You are fooling that yourself. That was a singular line. It just kind of went through the, um, okay. the concourse. Ladies and, and gentlemen, the that is not at all what was happening. <laughs> I would say about 500. Oh my God. I would say at least a thousand strong. It was not a thousand. Girl, you have got to get your numbers right. <laughs> Either way, we walked in and like all of Chicago decided to go to this thing that day. And there's a line from the West entrance all the way into another wing of McCormick Place. So like just yeah, kept had to going go and going across the, and what going. was that thing? The like sky bridge. Yeah, across the sky bridge, into down the, the one, escalator, into the hall, into the, around the hall. Walking and walking. <laughs> I'm like, I've never even been in this part of McCormick and I've been in this building several times. Oh my God. It was, yeah, it was not a good time. So, it moved really quickly though. And I was going to say, when you were in that big line outside of the ticketing room, the, the purpose of this line was to get a wristband to see, um, and have a signing with your favorite author. So it was like Sarah J. Mass, Maggie Stiewouter, basically everyone big, Veronica Roth, you name it. Um, that was really well organized. You knew exactly where to go. There were people telling you where to go. But once the line started moving and they let you into the ticket room, that was absolutely insane. Well, we found our line pretty quickly. No, we did not. I well, got there I before you yeah. for some reason. Like, because oh, I ran check, out. And yes. Yeah. Once they did the bag check, I had nowhere to go. I mean, I'm sorry. I had no idea where to go. So I probably stood there for about five minutes thinking I'm in a queue oh. that I wasn't in because there was a line of people s- sitting mm-hmm. up the middle. So if I would have not stood in that line that wasn't a line for five minutes, I would have been able to see yeah. Maggie Steve Otter because while we were in line, we were like 15 people from the ticket table when they told us they ran out of her tickets. And I was so pissed. I think also what happened is they we needed more organization. Yeah, but we were we were in Q eight and Q eight had was mass in Q eight? No. It okay. was Veronica Roth, Maggie Steve Otter, and it was somebody else someone in Q8. else who was big. It was somebody as well. big. And I think when the big people ran out, not that Steve Otter isn't big, but then they were like, Oh, thank you. You know well, when we got there, no one in Q eight had ran out yet. Um so I think Maggie was the big author in that one because everyone was picking hers and Veronica I feel like, Roth still I feel like had Mass stuff in was there. in eight. I think the Property Brothers were also in eight. Well, no, nobody Mass was in wanted five. nobody wanted Property. I Brothers. have the picture. Let's open it up so we can actually. The Property make Brothers sure. were getting all the parents who right. Nobody wanted them. of the team. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like nobody. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. Mass she was, was in not eight. in five. Okay, and Mass, Mass was in went eight quickly. 
Yeah, she, was she gone did. when we got there. She was, yeah, she was gone when we got there. Leopoldo Gout, Property Brothers, Veronica Roth, Maggie Stiebutter, and so many author names. I did get Veronica Roth. I was shocked that she yeah, I was fell too. out right away. I thought she and, and Mass would go at the same time. Um, Unless they just had more for her. So they ran out of Sarah's, then they ran out of Maggie's, and I don't know if they eventually ran out of Veronica's at all. Well, probably. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Because it started to kind of clear out a little bit once we got it. But then after you got your wristband or didn't get your wristband, you had to go to the other side of the room in the same room, by the way, um, to get into a line to go into the exhibit hall. I was like, no, I've stood in enough lines. I'm good. <laughs> At that point, I was done. Yeah, we just kind of watched <sighs> it just like keep going yeah. and going. And I was like, I'm not, not even going to fight with that. I'm done. It's too early in the morning for me to be here right now. <laughs> So we ended up um, going out, making sure we were, you know, knew where all of our teens were. Once we got in that room, we didn't know where nobody went. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, jeez. <laughs> but it was so sad because one of our teens did not get a wristband for the author she wanted. And she was crying. It was, it was like, oh, that's sad. She was the one dashing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, oh, hearts were broken that day. Yeah. A lot of hearts are probably were broken. Yep. So let's see what, are the, what else. Well, are the first have? thing we went to was the Epic Reads panel, and that was like the a panels concert. were great. Yeah, I were. thought the panels were so good at BookCon. So even though I didn't, I left there with almost no books. I don't think I grabbed any books. No, I didn't get any at books BookCon. the last day. Um, but the panels were absolutely great. So the first one we saw was um, Sarah J. Mass, Veronica Roth, Melissa De La Cruz, Saba Tahir, and Lauren Oliver, and. Awesomely so, it was moderated by Epic Reads's um, Margo Wood, who is their what marketing something something specialist. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, you can find her on Epic Reads. Her personality is so great. She makes reading like the coolest thing in the world, and we really wanted to see her slash meet her. So her panel was awesome. Um, and yeah, they had a hype guy. Yeah, they had a hype man. <laughs> for a, which is great like you, it you was get hype really men at fun. concerts and yeah was, i was like oh this is fabulous they had a dj yeah and he was in a tuxedo yeah and classy affair yeah i, th I liked it, it was it. great it was, it was really great i um it was cool because they had all these seats reserved up in the front i don't know why because right after the hype man was done he's like okay you see all these empty chairs in the middle run for it and like everyone oh my god i wasn't gonna go anywhere at least just packs her crap and like let's go I'm like, oh, okay okay i'm sorry i really wanted to get closer i mean like all of my favorite authors are up there basically well we really wanted to see Subba and marvel wood um so yeah we got to move closer and that was fun and then who did we see next the sarah j mass yes we yeah. went to okay. friendship is magic yeah what's mass dinar dinner i don't know how to say her name Bracken and Aveyard. Yeah. And I the whole thing about that was they were talking about um women women as friends and YA books and right. how and how it's not enough. I um, going into it, I assumed that they were gonna talk about how their friendship personally affects their writing. That wouldn't have been fun. Who cares? Well, everybody. How, how but are you gonna fill an hour with their friendship? We went to McDonald's <laughs> yesterday. Like reason, nobody cares. That's exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Either <laughs> I way, didn't know what it was gonna be. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know, for some reason that's how the like description made it made me yeah. believe that it was gonna be, but then they ended up obviously talking about their books. You know, now that I think about it, that was pretty dumb of me. But um yeah, I'll let you. I know where you're going um, with this. Yeah. So. so I have read all of their books that were featured in the panel, uh -huh. and as except um, Truth, which none of the books have.
have very strong female friendships. I'm like, what are these ladies talking about? Because yeah. um, the Red Queen, it's just a main character. I think there's one girl who was mentioned briefly, but then there's another girl who's vying to be the queen as well, and they're bitchy to each other. And then in even Mass's books, and um, she really only talked about Throne of Glass. Well, somebody called her out on that in the oh, questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, she said that there was a girl that got up and asked her, how do you explain Lysandra's presence? Because you throw her into that friendship really quickly. That's exactly what she said. You you put their friendship together really quickly. And Mass was like, well, I kind of set it up in the book before, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, she does have a really strong friendship with her in this most recent book. Is that a spoiler? No. no. Okay. No. That's all I'll say about it. But um, they help each other, but they were kind of frenemies a little bit. So they did kind of talk about that um, women compete against each other. I mean, we, we shouldn't look at each other as enemies or competition, but we should support each other as women and help. And, um, you know, it was a good panel. But yeah, I agree. I've read a couple of their books. I haven't read anything by Victoria Aveyard or... Um, Alexandra Bracken yet. Yeah, Bracken but... Passenger, there's only one other female yeah. and they don't like each other. She mm-hmm. tried to justify it and say they're frenemies, but they're not. They mm-hmm. don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, how? what are these women talking about the Bethel test? And I'm like, y'all books don't pass it mm. except for Truth Witch. Well, Mass's book does a couple at the end there with the most recent book. Her first two, Nemia. No, yeah, I know. She's in there, and they're really good friends. Yeah. And Caltaine, I think they kind of make up at the end of book one. Oh my god, I totally a forgot about bit, her. But in the beginning, they don't like each other. Do they ever make up though? Because they don't. I she think, doesn't get I think the chance. Caltaine to... helps her somehow in the end of she... book one. I don't remember, but I feel like they were okay at some point. Hmm. I completely forgot about her character. Yeah. But, I mean, to give Mass credit, she does have the really strong female bonds between the witch characters, Manon mm-hmm. and her her group of Black Beaks. So I felt like that was kind of more where her friendship came in. But it was it is weird that she wouldn't give her that, give her main character that, like, friendship support throughout the entire series. It's been more of a male friendship mm-hmm. base, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's strange. I mean, Truth Witch did have very strong friendships in that yeah. book. If and she didn't talk that much. No, she didn't. She was very quiet. If you're like, if you're using Truth Witch as the the one to compare to, they the other ones pale in comparison sure, to that. Because sure. those two were are really good, and it yeah. stands out because we don't get that a lot. Yeah. With female friendships, I was like, oh wow, this is really great. They're really good friends. I mean, they are dying for each other, and and that's why a little bit I, more I, on the obsessive side, if you ask me. But. Yeah, they're like sisters or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why I assumed that their books would be about their personal friendship because I don't associate the Throne of Glass series as a friendship series at all, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so that just didn't occur to me. But, but anyway. no, I mean, it was cool to hear them talk about yeah, their it was opinions a good on their book. Yeah, it was. They were some charismatic ladies. Yeah, they were. Victoria bit. Aveyard was the surprise panelist. She wasn't listed on the um, the bulletin or anything. But um, And then we went to a Truth or Dare session with Lee Bardugo and Marissa Meyer. Um, that was good at the end, but unfortunately we couldn't hear very much of that because Lee's mic was turned way down so we could only get like the one-sided conversation with Marissa Meyer. Probably shouldn't have even brought that up. But whatevs. Moving swiftly along. Yeah, the only thing I got out of that one was that Lee Bardugo's a really good rapper. Mm-hmm. She was dared to oh my God, rap yeah. something. Yeah. And that was really good. 
she has a really good like stage presence. Yeah. I would have liked to go into another panel. Was she doing another panel that day? I think she was. Probably. Um, but I, I'd like to see her in person again. Um, and then I think the last of the day was the Maggie Stiebauer panel. Yeah. I read YA. Well, we did before we move on, we did get to meet Margot at the Epic Reads Oh, lounge. yes, that's right. And I was like, oh, she's just yeah. like sitting right there on the front. Yeah, she was, was just, shocked. she was like checking people in at the Epic Reads lounge. So we went up and told her who we were and that we, you know, loved watching Tea Time when it was on. And um, it was just really nice to yeah. meet her. So we're like, we're librarians. She's like, awesome. Um, yeah, it was cool meeting her. Didn't get a photo, but wanted to. <laughs> but didn't want to <laughs> at the same time. I'm like, she's working. <laughs> Not gonna bother her. Um, and then yeah, we had the I Read YA panel at the end of the day. It was moderated by David Levithan and it had Amy Friedman, um, Francisco X X Stork. That's a lot, that's a mouthful. Maggie's T Botter, and then the Jeffrey Self author, who I guess is a vlogger by trade. Oh, yeah, I didn't and know. And he's yeah, he's got a YouTube channel, which I can totally see because he mm -hmm. is very entertaining to listen to um he's just very self-deprecating and kind of open about his some difficult things about his past so he made that panel hilarious yeah Ooh, we were laughing um maggie i expected her to be more um i guess i don't know like not that she's like a vibrant jo jovial person i mean she wears like all black and ripped jeans you know i guess she She's exactly who she portrays herself to be, but her books are so vibrant and deep and like vivid. I guess mm -hmm. I expected her personality to be a little bit more quirky. Oh, yeah, she's very sarcastic and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, she's very sarcastic mm -hmm. indeed. Um, and then when I saw Francisco Stork, I was like, "How's this old guy going to keep up with these people?" <laughs> he did a pretty good job. Kind of made me want to read some of his books because I haven't read Marcelo in the Real World. And then. I don't know a lot about Amy Friedman. I knew nothing about her. Yeah, her book sounded interesting. Um, I guess she's normally an editor at Scholastic, but um, she wrote a book. Two summers. Two summers, two separate summers, something like that. Um, and apparently she wrote that book in a month and everyone on the panel was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, I did. But she was very, very smiley. So very smiley. happy, <laughs> very happy individual. And then we dipped out of there because we were tired as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah. Um, but all in all, a good experience. Um, I probably won't try to go to New York to go, but if it's if it's in Chicago again in the future, I'll definitely head yeah, up there. Yeah, probably won't be. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I could. I don't know about BookCon. I don't know. I guess I get to get there really, really early yeah. if I want yep. to get a ticket. But I feel like Less the New York ba book con has better authors than mm -hmm. the chicago and it may be just because a lot of them live in new york and in their area yeah mm -hmm. so sure that was a bit of a bummer all the authors that were there i had seen them already mm -hmm. with the exception of like two they did um, have a variety if you know if you're not a librarian or if you're not someone who's able to go see authors often i guess so i mean yeah all in all, a good experience, like I said, really great meeting um, different librarians and bloggers and just kind of expanding your network a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. well, tweet us if you went to BEA and BookCon and what your favorite moments were, if we missed anything awesome, because sometimes it's very disorienting trying to track down everything in that exhibit hall. Yeah. Um, we would see people walking around with like really cool stuff. Where'd you get that? You know, by the time we got there, it was, it was gone. Or... <laughs> so uh yeah fortune favors the early i guess i know that's not the phrase but 
definitely true with this one. Yeah. Do we want to touch on the every? I feel like every year after BEA, there's somebody who always oh my god puts arts on eBay, yeah. and then there's always this conversation about mm-hmm. <laughs> arc stealing, basically. Yeah, and I guess there was a picture of a blogger who had multiple books of multiple copies of several books. Yeah, and she was standing in line in front of us. Yep. And she had her in kids. One of my pictures. I was looking through this. Wow, like, Whoa, that's her. She had her kids go stand in line to get. So that's how she ended up with four books. I right. know she said that at the end of the day, publishers were giving it to her. No, I she had that. three other people with her, and they were all standing in line together. She had four other people. Oh, no, you're, you're three. Right, three. Mm-hmm. And so they each got a book. So that's how she came away with four yep. plus books of. We, you know, we saw her tell her child who did not want to go stand in line to go stand in line for a particular arc and we were like huh we're not saying that she's the one who was selling on ebay we don't know who that was but um i don't know why people do that i mean because they're money yeah grubbers. they're money grubbers but there's other ways to make money without hurting people and that's what i don't understand you know you're you're actually taking profit away from authors by profiting on their arcs and things like that those are meant to be shared and reviewed if you want to make money invest in your blog review them on your blog and become a better blogger and so you can get ads and things like that and you know sponsorships and stuff like that i mean i just don't that seems so much more fulfilling to me than mm-hmm. making like easy cash on ebay so, and it just, you know, it gives everyone who goes to these co- conferences a bad name because then authors start to look at everyone who's there. Like, are you yeah. going to steal my arcs? Yeah. Are you going to sell them online? And and that's part of the, you know, we all deserve the right to be confident to walk up to our favorite author with a book or with an arc and be like, here, sign this because I'm keeping it. Or I'm going to give it to one of my students or something like that. You know, and I feel like arc stealing really diminishes that experience yeah yeah hopefully they don't do away i know a lot of authors want to do away with the advanced reader copy program mm-hmm. they voiced it um so and this doesn't help right the cause it at really all. doesn't so hopefully they do not stop that and yeah i mean arcs help people like teachers and librarians stay ahead of the game we know what to recommend to various students and, and we get the privilege of um they help us do our job easier because mm-hmm. we can kind of plan what to purchase and give away and um and for bloggers it's, yeah. it's free like bloggers yeah. don't get paid they do this from their own time and they're happy to do it and it bloggers who sell it is just hurts yeah. the people who really spend hours absolutely because i cannot do hours of blogging i don't see how some people do it yeah they do it for yeah. free and they're happy to do it and yeah I hope it continues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you have anything That's else? Our two cents. Yeah, no, not really. Um, I had fun. It's exhausting, but in the best of sense. Yeah, <laughs> our teens had fun. Yeah, they did. It was. It's so great to see them. So excited yeah. about books and authors and reading. One of my teens, um, she waited outside of the bathroom to get Rudis of Petties. We saw a lot of authors in the wild, which was yes, fun. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Um, Elisa is like a, a face master, and she recognized everybody. You want to tell her, tell everybody about your Pierce Brown Oh, experience. my God. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, we're walking, and then after the fact, that was Pierce Brown. He gave me the Manhattan up down. I'm like, where is he? I want to see, too. And Out of yeah. the corner of my eye, I just saw him coming up the elevator and then, like, follow my self as we're walking past i'm like okay that was very flattering <laughs> but I, I don't know i just never forget a face i never forget a face 
Um, so we saw him and then Alexandra Bracken and Sarah J. Mass are walking around together before the panels. And we saw her a couple times. I saw Mass a few times. So it's like, oh, there they go. It's cool being in the same like vicinity. And <laughs> growing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. So we will be taking a break due to vacations and summer reading and all that fun stuff. And we'll be back June 8th. So hopefully you have a good graduation. A lot of people are graduating. Um, Wonderful start to the summer. Yeah, starting summer break. And we'll see you on the flip side. Bye.